Welcome to the Stone Conversation Podcast, covering everything to do with buying, selling and investing in real estate. Whether you're a seasoned investor or just wanting to start out, Stone Conversations will bring you content to inspire and inform you on your journey. Well, hello all. Welcome to the show. My name is Peter Mumford and you're listening to the Stone Podcast. Today, we have the pleasure of chatting with Charlie Hunter. Charlie Hunter runs Talbird. Talbird does digital marketing beyond many things. But we've had a great association with Charlie and he's helping our business and properties get sold at a much faster rate. What we're going to discuss today for people listening is what's the impact of digital marketing and how does it affect the sale of your property in today's marketplace compared to going back 10 years ago when there was a lot of press ads. Anyway, Charlie, welcome to the show. Thanks, Pete. Great to be talking to you. So, Charlie, what we want to cover today is a bit about... Exact example, I'm the consumer, I'm selling my home. Um, how's, let's maybe kick off and go, you know, sort of how is digital marketing really changing the way property is marketed these days? Can you elaborate a little bit on that for us? Sure. Look, social marketing, well, digital marketing as a whole is incredibly important to market any property uh, these days. Over 70% of the Australian population are using social media. Um, and that's across all demographics, slightly less, you know, when you get into the 70s and the 80s, but nonetheless, they're still using it regularly. Um, time spent on social media is about two hours per day. So that's fairly significant as well. And that's going out for a coffee, that's spending 10 minutes here and 10 minutes there. And that's before bed, which is not a great thing, but most, a lot of people are actually using it before they go to bed and they're consuming content. And there's an opportunity to get in front of their eyeballs and put ads in front of their eyeballs that, that relate to, uh, to, to them. Um, people spend on average about six hours on the internet also, Pete. Sorry, you were going wow. to say something? Yeah, no, no, I was just going to, no, but continue on. I'll ask something in a minute. Continue on. Yeah, so, so getting back to property marketing, um, it's, it's an effective tool um, cost-wise. You can actually target, and we'll get into more detail, I'm sure, about this, but you can target specific audience. Um, so if you're targeting, uh, you're selling a property um, that is a family home um, and you've got a specific sort of, um, um, you know, profile, we can, we can build a profile. We can target specific suburbs. Um, you might be selling a house in Pearl Beach, for example. Um, there's only 500 people that live in Pearl Beach. Most of them are holiday houses. But, you, you know, we might be targeting, we can actually target at a relatively low cost people in the eastern suburbs that might have an interest in buying a house or target people on the North Shore that might have an interest in buying a house in Pearl Beach. So I think this is so the difference, isn't very it? Powerful. This is the difference, Charlie, if we're talking about reach or digital compared to the paper. Um, and this is what, example, say someone my age, I wasn't brought up with digital marketing. Yep. Um, I'm, yep. I'm sort of over it these days, but I still don't yep. go onto my social page all the time because I'm not still in that market. Now, what we're finding, though, is that a lot of buyers that are coming to the market are younger people. Now, they may not necessarily be putting up all the money themselves. What we are actually finding that this younger demographic is partnering with their parents to buy property. Their parents mm. are wanting to give them a start. Now, these people, though, are all over it. I may be selling my house and I'm closer to 60 and I may not be watching it, but these younger people are and it's about standing out, isn't it? And this is the difference, yeah. which I guess I'm trying to explain to people if they're going to list their property, why it's so important. Um, so yes. maybe we, we could talk a bit about that demographic, how you're seeing, how they use it. And, and this sure. today's session was for me to help educate people that may be a little bit older in life 
not totally understand digital marketing, but why I want them to, them to understand why it's so vital these days in marketing a property. Yeah. All right. So, like, I'll talk about a couple of points there, and one of those is reach, but also just back to you, Pete, saying that you've got social media, you don't use it a lot, but you're still on the internet. So we can still target you um, because you're reading the Australian Financial Review, for example. I'm not sure what you're reading online, Pete, but that's an example. You might be looking at the Sydney Morning Herald, and we can we can look to target you, um, you know, as, as an individual, um, as part of a segment, as part of a group, um, with advertising, with property advertising. So we can still the fact that you're not regularly on social, you're still using other online platforms. But an interesting stat I will throw out there is that over 80, it's between 80 and 90% of every single digital dollar spent is Facebook or Google. So Google being, um, they've got, they've got uh, obviously, um, you know, search, you do search campaigns, um, you know, AdWord campaigns on Google. Facebook is the owner of Instagram and obviously Facebook, but over, well over 80% of every single dollar. So the rest of the money is effectively spread across publishers like um, like Channel 9, the Fairfax Properties and City Morning Herald, etc. Um, so really, really interesting point, um, I, I think, to raise there. But getting back to the younger demographic, and let's talk a little bit about reach, um, which you did touch on, and younger demographics, etc. Yes, I think the younger demographic can play an important part um, in terms of, I don't know, decision-making and conversations with, you know, their parents about property. But... Um, um, I think it also depends on where we are. There's a lot when it comes down to reach, Pete, you know, whether you're talking regional, um, whether you're talking versus city. So if you're marketing a property, demographics come into it, of course, the type of property. I mean, for example, you know, you, you might still want to run print ads and I'm, I'm not discounting print at all. You start, still might, if you're at a $20 million property, um, you might want to run a half page ad in the Australian Financial Review. That might be your target market because the, the buyer group of a $20 million property is, is a lot less. So print still plays, in my so, mind, a very important part. Sorry, Pete. And yeah. I agree, but we, and I want to just touch on that. And we're not saying print doesn't because it's a bit like sometimes when you're selling a property, you know, I often used to say to clients, where do you want me to put the stop sign? for potential mm. buyers. Do you not want me to run an ad for the, the passive buyer that's looking? Do you not want us to put something on the internet, which is for the informed buyer? And that's really important. And when you are marketing something, I think when selecting an agent, it's important that they understand marketing and all the different areas of marketing to put, position your property. Now, on that $20 million property, or even if it's a $4 million property, Charlie, mm. and you, yes, you're not marketing to a younger demographic generally. It may be, it may be somewhat older. Well, that said, a lot of our tech entrepreneurs are younger, so you never know. True, um, very true. And you mentioned earlier, you can target ads, example, if I read the Sydney Morning Herald, and this is the one I want to explain to some people listening. Now, a lot of the younger people that are all over digital and social will get everything we're talking about. Part, mm. part today is to educate some of us, um, in yeah. my demographic, that may not fully understand it and the value of it and the benefits. So I'm reading the Herald, say online, how would you, and you've got a 4 or $10 million property and you decide that this particular property and this demographic, because I know this is what you do within our business, um, that you will go, okay, it should be placed here. So how would you go about that? And how, and how would a consumer like myself see this if I'm reading online Fairfax? Yeah, so great question, Pete. There's a couple of ways we can go about this. One of, one of those, we might assume, Pete, that you fit into a certain bracket. So you, we, we've created a segment. And I want to talk very briefly about segments um, and how giving, especially social media is, and you might have, you might have made an inquiry. Um, 
I know Pete Mumford has a LinkedIn page. I know you, I, I can check if you've got a social media page. That information gives me details about you as a person. I can see that you know you're a CEO. Um, I might get some insight into where you live. Into do you have family? Do you have kids? And I can start to build profiles. So customer profiles, when it comes to marketing a property, I think it goes without saying, are very, very important. So we can create these these customer segments that we want to target, Pete. And if you fit in that bracket, you know, of the twenty million dollar house buyer, um, we we can attempt to target you. And in, in in most instances, if you are reading the Sydney Morning Herald, we will be able to get in contact with you by placing an ad in front of you. Um, that hopefully is effective and doesn't, you know, doesn't doesn't piss you off. It's it's uh, you know it's placed at the right time, in the right place, uh, so so to speak. But the other the other way we also target you is the use of cookies. So if you are passively searching for property and you happen to visit the Stone website and you look at a property, um, a certain property, we can drop a cookie on your browser, basically. And then we can we can follow you around the web. So we we know you're interested in a certain type of property. You might have looked at three properties. We might put you in three. We might think, well, well, Pete Mumford is actually an investor. So we might create these these various buckets again. But let, let's take the example of you looked at this twenty million dollar property. We can we can put you in a bucket, and then we can target you with advertising. So you know across the web. So it doesn't necessarily have to be social media. Let's get back to the Sydney Morning Herald, etc., or the Age. We can target you on those platforms based on the fact that you looked at a property on the Stone website. Does that does that help explain things? Yeah, yes, it does. And I think on that, what might be good to understand: what does a digital campaign cost, and and how many eyeballs see this, and and how how do you, I guess, verify the. Um, I wasn't going to say validity of a campaign, but how do you the effectiveness of a campaign when you're when you're strategizing mm. and you're building campaigns? Example with us, how do yeah. you how does the consumer understand how many people have actually looked at that ad? Yeah, so look, we we kind of, we we report um, on all those stats, and one of the brilliant aspects about digital is the level of reporting. Um, you know, it's incredibly detailed, and it can be made uh, I, I guess simplified for the novice for the consumer that doesn't understand uh, a huge amount about it for the, for the person that's selling their house. But I, I want to give an example and I want to, you, you ask that question, it varies. So how a campaign performs varies and how many people and you know, eyeballs it gets in front of is based on many things. And I touched on it briefly, it's regional versus city and demographics and of course the type of property uh, that's being sold. And I'll give you some examples like Newtown, for example, has 15,000 people in the suburb. Um, a holiday destination. I mentioned Pearl Beach has 500 people. Um, now, to market a property on digital channels, um, we would target more than one suburb, more than likely, but to help us understand um, a, a campaign and reach, let's look at the suburb of Linfield on the upper north shore of Sydney that has a median house price of just under $3 million. Now, the population of Linfield is 9,791, and there are 2,674 people under the age of 18. These people are probably not homeowners and just live with mum and dad. Uh, so it would be a waste of money to target this age group. So there are another 1,600 people that are between the age of 20 and 34. Again, unlikely that many of these people would uh, would be homeowners. Some, of course, would be. Um, but many uh, would still be living with mum and dad. So it's probably not a huge 
you know, valuable demographic for selling a, you know, a fairly expensive house. Yes, some of those people would potentially in that age bracket, 20 to 34, have a have an apartment perhaps in the area that have a median price in Linfield of $1 million. So the point I'm getting to, every person aged above 34 in Linfield equates to 5,500 people. So that's kind of what I'm working with if I'm targeting a campaign in just in Linfield. Which is, um, sorry to cut in there, Charlie, which is a very yeah, different, sure. different response, which is targeted digital campaigns to a demographic. Yep. And which is very different yeah. than the old traditional way of, hey, I want to spend a three grand ad on the Northern Beaches in the Manly Dale example, um, yep. just cost a bit more, and I'm going to run a whole page ad one week um, to advertise my property. Now, I'm not saying that there's still a demand for print, but that $3,000, what would that get me in digital? And remembering what you're doing is very targeted, and we're saying Manly Dale goes yeah. to everyone, that's if you get the Manly Dale, goes yeah. to the Northern Beaches, but digital, you're retargeted. So if I had $3,000 to put into marketing my home digital, what would that sort of yeah. get well, me exposure-wise? Well, yeah, I'm about, to, I'm about to get to that. So look, getting back to the 5,500 people, social media advertising then allows me to further, net, further narrow that audience by interest. So, for example, we might want to target just families or just professionals. So the target audience is, is going to be you know, even, even more reduced but that's a positive thing. It really highlights the power of audience targeting, as we just touched on, you know, in the digital sphere. There's much less wastage um, and, uh, and therefore makes the campaign more effective. Getting back to your point, your question of what can $3,000 get me? Well, the average cost to market a property for sale um, does depend on how many eyeballs, but it also depends on budget. But they range from as low as about $300, Kate. Um, and up to $1,500, it really sort of depends on, again, where you are, um, again, um, uh, other type of property. So, for example, it can be more expensive in the eastern suburbs where, you know, it, it's sort of more densely populated. Um, some regional parts can be more expensive than, than metro areas as well. Um, and it all comes down because you, you're working in an auction environment um, when you're sort of bidding um, you know, bidding for ads effectively and ad space effectively, but you can have very great results. And out of that, say, $300, we are getting results for Stone, um, getting in front of 1,000 people for a cost of between 5 and $10. So I compare this with a letterbox drop, and I've spoken to many offices, and the, the, the range of, of cost for a letterbox drop, which I think you refer to as a DL, is between... Uh, I, I think it's about 150 to up, you know, up to three or four hundred dollars per thousand. So that's per thousand. So for digital, we're getting in front of eyeballs, a thousand eyeballs, a thousand different people for five to ten dollars, which is quite remarkable. And just finally on that, we target a frequency of four to five. So a frequency is the best way to describe it is you've got a billboard and you drive past it on the way to work. And then you don't see it on the way home, but you drive past it again when you go to work the next day. And you do that five times, that's a frequency of five. It's the same approach for ads. We don't want to bombard you or bombard the consumer because there's ad fatigue. Um, you, you can't show an ad too many times. We target about four to five times. So, yeah, very low cost and very effective, Pete. Um, I know. And the amazing thing, we've seen great results across our network and we're seeing... Uh, more people and consumers taking this up. And this is part of today is to explain that to me. Uh, and we're mm. not saying that if you have a great local publication, 
I would be in everything. I'd be in digital, I'd be in my local publication, I'd be in a letterbox. Because sometimes yep. the, the paper might be someone sitting in the coffee shop and they flick and they look at that house and go, oh, wow, that looks amazing, I might go have a look. And, and yep. often when I was used to be selling real estate myself, I would, I would sell someone a house that only lived a couple of streets away but never would have thought of moving. It's only because they mm. saw they were a passive buyer and they saw yep. how beautiful it looked, they decided to move. At, at, at a lot more expensive house so there is a market for that but but what's happening that's changed a lot in the last five years you know digital is really pushing that and the great thing which i noticed that um you're you can do out there you can actually really see the the stats of what's actually happening well you can't do that in the mm. newspaper you might be able to stand at an open house and go oh we've had 20 groups through and so on these people saw it mm. and you had these sort of people saw it online with digital you can really drill down and maybe we can talk a bit more about that how you can drill down and find out more about those people looking at it sure great another great question Pete so look measurement as you as you're referring to is is what digital is all about but when it comes to running campaigns optimization is really critical as well so when when a campaign is set up a campaign manager will generally monitor that campaign very closely at the start so looking at it once or twice a day initially to see whether for example, the audience that they've set up is working effectively. And it does take a few days to, you know, for Facebook to work it out sometimes. But if things aren't working, if the creative doesn't appear to be working, if if you should have the first images of the kitchen and you can test ads as well, Pete. So you might run three ads simultaneously. You might have one with a lead image of the kitchen, one with a lead image of the pool, um, and, and one of the, uh, you know, of the tennis court. Um, and what Facebook will do, you can run those tests. What Facebook advertising can do for you is choose the most effective ad. So if the tennis court is having the highest level of engagement and people are uh, submitting inquiries for that property um, and leaving their phone, email, uh, address because they want a, a digital brochure, inventory and spend will, will go towards that ad. Um, so Which is a great, it's a great yeah, way. Yeah. It's... This is the thing is, as I was saying before, you can measure this, right? You can't do this yeah. in the newspaper. So you can literally right. change an ad, and I've seen you do this within a group. You, you've changed images and looks, and you'll get more effectiveness happening out of a different front. Right. But you can be looking at the stats pretty much live, which is which is amazing. So, so on all okay. of that, we're just yeah. going to wrap up in a minute with you, but sure. what are your thoughts on digital versus traditional? Where do you see it all going? Look, I, I, see, I still see traditional marketing, Pete, as incredibly important. It's, digital is not the be-all, end-all. And let's talk a little bit about traditional marketing in relation to real estate. I'm not going to be talking TV and, and radio, which is still affected millions. But when we look at property and we look at traditional marketing, such as the importance of beautiful photography of your home, um, you know, of the open house, of the signboards and some printed flights, they're all still, in my view, critical, critical components. Um, digital should play a really important part of the overall marketing mix. You know, if you didn't have any money, you had very little money, I would probably be, you know, swaying towards doing purely digital. You obviously need a signboard and you need some photography. But where does digital fit in? I, I think it's an incredible, uh, you know, cost-effective part of that, that marketing mix. As I said, you can run a campaign for as little as $300. And we we ran some property campaigns for one of the Stone offices and we got probably 60 or 70 additional in, you know, inquiries 
Um, and most of those, a lot of those would probably not have seen the property. So you're gathering additional interest and creating that demand. And as you know, Pete, having worked in this game, you only need an extra buyer, um, you know, a, 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 a buyer that's interested to, uh, you know, to, to get a better outcome, um, you know, as, as a seller. Very so, true. Yeah, and that's the thing that's, we always that's used. What, that's what it's all about. It used to say as well when I would talk to people is very much about you know the more bees we get to the honeypot, creates more competition, and we all know that. So this is where mm. it's so important as a consumer to think: where do I spend my marketing money to market my property? You could just say, "Hey, Mister Agent, can you sell my property? Don't spend anything." Sure, yeah. and they they will sell it. But why give out? Why give up on exposing your property to as many eyeballs as possible, which creates more competition? And, and the other thing you touched on, which I agree 100%, is the photography, styling, those sort of things. E- even if you've got an old shack in the back of Timbuktu, you, you can shoot yeah. that with the right lighting, shot on dust shot, nice lamp, how it's styled, at just an outside. You can do that with a tin chair to make it look good. But, and what's so important is a lot of people I think I see in our industry don't understand photography. So very important when you are selecting your agent and to, to allow people like Charlie to work his magic you've got to have good imagery. It's what cap- you, you would all know when you're on the internet, you're looking at saying an image captures you first. Then there might be a tagline. Then you might click through. Um, is there anything else you want to add on that, Charlie, before we wrap up? Um, no, look, I think, I think we've covered it all, but don't, don't be afraid of digital. Uh, as I say, you can ease into it. And it's not, it's not, it doesn't break the bank. You know, when you look at the overall marketing costs, you know, property marketing costs, it's a very small but incredibly effective uh, approach. And you get to target a very specific audience. So there's limited wastage and it's not a scattergun approach um, and that's important for those that, you know, with limited knowledge to understand and, and not to be afraid of. Charlie, thank you for your time. It's been excellent. So hopefully we can chat again in the future, but hopefully it opens the mind for people listening. So I really appreciate your time. Thanks, Charlie. Love to chat, Pete. Thank you. So I hope you all enjoyed today's episode and there will be more coming every week and cause any questions on this reach out to any of our stone officers and a lot of them will understand about the digital and how we market your properties look forward to uh, hearing from you and maybe meeting some of you in the future thanks for listening thanks for joining us on the stone real estate conversation podcast make sure you visit us at stonerealestate.com.au now if you haven't done so already make sure you subscribe to the podcast on itunes or your favorite podcast player While you're at it, if you found value in the podcast and the conversations on today's show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes, or simply make sure you tell a friend about the conversation we had. Be sure to join us on our next episode with more information on buying, selling and investing in real estate. Bye for now.